Wait a minute, I hear something. What's shaking, bacon? Welcome back to Dr. Movie, and uh, congratulations, because, uh, you know, you've uh, you stood and, and uh, saluted, uh, you, you took the oath, you made the pledge, and you are now in the stupid movie club <laughs> here at Dr. Movie. Uh, honorary thing, we would get together and have a meal, but I'm too cheap to do that. Uh, so, you know, when you go out for lunch or dinner or whatever it is, so just pretend that I'm there and, uh, you know, congratulating you and um, pretend I'm picking up the tab. But, uh, yeah, you are officially in this group, which is nothing spectacular. It's just the fact of we all belong in the Stupid Movie Club because we all have guilty pleasures, I guess you would say, when it comes to movies. There's movies that we love that we know are not good movies. And that's kind of what this is. Um, I hit on these from time to time on this show. But I thought, hey, you know what? The last couple of shows that I did, I really (laughs) enjoyed revisiting. And, uh, you know, when you're doing a a series or if you're doing a a group of movies, it kind of wears on you after about the third or fourth. And I thought, well, this is a good way to do this because... These movies can vary from genre to genre and uh, maybe not get as boring. I don't know how long this will go, uh, but it's just going to be bad movies that I love, which is pretty much the basis of this whole show, right? Uh, but these are like specific, you know, movies that I'm, I'm, I'm just busting out and saying, yes, I know this movie is crap, but I love it anyways. Uh, and they may not be crap to you. I don't know. Um, but in most cases, to the to the average movie watcher, these are probably crap. And I couldn't think of anything better to start with than 2007's Balls of Fury. <laughs> I mean, I, I laugh about this movie just thinking about it because it's, it's so ridiculous. But... Uh, like I said, it's 2007 comedy sport movie is what Google says. And for you guys that doubt how hard it is to podcast, just visualize with me right here because this is, it is 5.30 in the morning for me. Uh, I'm driving in the dark because, you know, daylight saving time has happened and everything is dark. When I go into work, it's dark. When I come home from work, it's dark. So, you know, sunshiny days. Uh, But I'm driving in the dark, and it's raining, and I'm trying to read Google for all this information on half my phone, because the other half has got my recorder on it, kind of a split screen kind of thing. So, you know, not saying that I'm talented or anything, but I'm a risk taker, right? I grew up an Evil Knievel fan. Anywho, Balls of Fury, Uh, (laughs) directed by, where did it go? Robert Ben Garrett, which is, if you're an, a Reno 911 fan, he's uh, he's one of the, the people in that cast, which you've got about half the cast of Reno in this movie. 
which kind of makes sense now that when you when you put all that together. So if you like Reno 911, that's kind of where this humor is, right? It's it's right in line with that, which I happen to love. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> again, let me let's just do it this way. I'll, I'll read the synopsis here in a second, but this movie is a parody. And hey, let's take the most famous martial arts movie of all time and make a parody of it, but make it about ping pong, right? That's what we got here. We we've got a version of Enter the Dragon, but it's but it's all around a ping pong tournament. I, I you know that that's it's just brilliant. Uh, it says Randy Daytona, who's our main character, the iconic. Randy Daytona was once a ping pong prodigy, but hasn't played since he blew his chance at a championship more than 20 years ago when an FBI agent recruits him to infiltrate the underground ping pong death match hosted by the fiendish Peng. Daytona isn't convinced that he holds a, uh, that he hold his own, but with a little help from Sensei Master Wong <laughs> and his niece Maggie, he is soon getting better. Uh, can he help uh, the geisha who killed his father? Can he catch the geisha that killed his father? So there you go. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I said, I said enter the dragon, but it's also Karate Kid because he's got this sensei who, uh, you know, is teaching in the, the, the ways of ping pong. I, I, it's, you know, again, it's stupid. Uh, let's see. Uh, do we have why to watch on here? Surely we do. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Here we go. Why to watch. Amusing, zany, and hilarious. I, yeah, I'll give it all three of those. It got a 5.3 out of 10. Wow, it's giving it a better score than I thought it would. It's only 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. That's more of what I expected. It says, overall, this is a decent comedy that I liked. This is not as funny as American Pie, but it's funny, though. Well, it's, it's a totally different category. That's like saying, eh, the movie's not as good as Animal House. Well, then you, can't, you can't compare that to Animal House. You can't compare anything to Animal House. Uh, you know... Anywho, that's a weird comparison. Despite its obvious flaws, Boss of Fury is still a consistently amusing comedy. That, that's exactly what I feel like, man. Uh, it is character-driven, and that's what I love about it. Uh, in any story, right? If you don't care about the characters, you really don't care about the movie. And these characters are just nutty enough that it, it just keeps you going. Uh, what else we got? It was a good movie. I love that there was a lot of references to Def Leppard in the movie. Absolutely. If you love ping pong, you will love this movie. I, well, ping pong is really the last thing that's really going on in this movie, if, if you want to be realistic about it. Uh, let's talk about why this movie is one of my favorites to, to revisit. It's because of this cast, man. We got Dan Fogler, 
<laughs> as, as Randy Daytona. Now, Dan Fogler, you don't see him in a lot of stuff, but everything I see him in, I think he's hilarious. And he's kind of disappeared. But, uh, and he never was anything in anything really big. But uh, this is what I think of when I think of him. I think of him as Randy Daytona, which is, again, just over the top. He's a, he's a kid prodigy ping pong player who uh, gets washed up at the, at the ripe age of, I don't know, I think he's like 10. <laughs> Our bad guy in the movie, Fing, is uh, Christopher Walken. So how can you not love a movie where where Christopher Walken is forcing you to play ping pong to the death. I mean, come on. Do I need to elaborate anymore? I mean, he's, he's the, the ultimate bad guy here, right? Uh, we got Maggie Q in this, known for uh, being in one of those latter diehard movies. Uh, she's been in a couple of things. Uh, Thomas Lennon. I mean, from, from Reno 911, right? Officer Dangle. Um, <laughs> he is great in this movie. He's a German, I believe he's German, ping pong player. Uh, that when Randy's a kid, that's who he loses to. And uh, he is, oh man, he's just over the top, fantastic. We got James Hong. I mean, Lopan himself uh, playing as Wong. James Hong plays Wong. That needs to be a t-shirt. Uh, so he's our Mr. Miyagi of the movie. We've got George Lopez as the FBI agent. We've got Jason Scott Lee, who actually played Bruce Lee in the Dragon movie. We've got Terry Crews as the, the, the current champion of the ping-pong death match. You know, he won last year. Uh, we got Aisha Tyler, Tyler in this as Mahogany. We've got uh, Kerry Hayuki Tagwa from another uh, Enter the Dragon ripoff, Mortal Kombat. We got Robert Patrick, who plays Randy Daytona's dad. It just, uh, again, it just, oh, crap, my phone just fell. We've got, uh, who else? I mean, it, there's a ton of people in this movie. Uh, hold on, guys. I'm going around a, an exit here. Uh, Diedrich Badler is in this uh, from Drew Carey Show. Uh, Pat Oswalt's in this, who is fantastic. <laughs> His character in this is just gold. And he's only in it for a little bit. Uh, uh, David Koshner's in this. Uh, <laughs> Rick the Birdman is his the character name. Oh my gosh. And that's this is another guy that it don't matter what he's in. I, I just I love whatever he's in. Uh Again, it, it goes on and on. The, those are those are your main characters that are worth bringing up. Carrie uh, Kenny Silver's in this too from 911, Reno 911. Uh, just it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. 
brand potions in this. So, I mean, you know, a lot of familiar faces that kind of tie into all those shows. But let's talk about it, right? So, uh, you got Randy Daytona, kid prodigy. His dad is a military guy, Robert Patrick. And they're going to the world championship, and they've got all this stuff set up for Robert Patrick, or Robert Patrick, for Randy Daytona to be, you know, as soon as he wins the tournament, he's supposed to yell, I'm going to Disneyland and all this stuff. But before the match, his dad gets kidnapped and he's held captive by a bunch of Fing's henchmen. And uh, they're trying to get Randy Daytona to come and compete in the death match. And his dad won't let it happen. So they end up kidnapping Randy Daytona's dad, holding him hostage. So he throws the match, so he loses. And... Uh, you know, embarrasses himself. Uh, he is a big uh, Def Leppard fan because it's supposed to be back in the, the mid-80s. He's got Def Leppard written on his ping-pong paddle. So he's all about Def Leppard. But he ends up getting, uh, getting beat pretty badly and uh, retires at the ripe age of whatever he is, 10, whatever. And his dad ends up being killed. <laughs> So now he's he's gone down the gutter. He's washed up. Uh, he don't know how to how to live a real life. And he works with Rick the Birdman, who has <laughs> who has like a cocktail show, you know, in a little bitty cocktail bar. <laughs> and his whole act, Rick the Birdman, is up there. He's got this leather fringe jacket on with the long fringe, you know, hanging off the sleeves. He's got this parrot sitting on his arm, and the parrot goes, I got... <laughs> and and he, he sings uh, Two Tickets to Paradise, <laughs> and the bird does the, I got... He goes, Two Tickets to Paradise. I got two tickets to paradise. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> and that's his act. <laughs> And then after he's done, Randy Daytona comes out and does some ping pong ball tricks, right? Get your mind out of the gutter. Not those kind of ping pong ball tricks. But, you know, he's, you know, he's got a ping pong table and he's like hitting seven ping pong balls at the same time and keeping them all going, like juggling and bouncing them off people's heads and all this stuff and <laughs> glow in the dark. But he's out here in this tuxedo, but, but he's wearing shorts. <laughs> And the shorts are like the pants have been cut off, and, and it's a sequined tuxedo suit too, man. I mean, it's you know it's got the sequined stripes on it. <laughs> He's up there performing this act, and uh, he accidentally picks out a person in the in the crowd who stands up, and he, he uses them, you know, hey, a volunteer, and he's like hitting the ping pong ball off the guy, and it bounces off his head and off his chest, and he back to him, and he's you know, doing this cool trick, but it causes the guy to have a heart attack and he dies. <laughs> so Rick the Birdman has to like fire Randy because you can't be killing people in the show. <laughs> well, this leads to uh, George Lopez's character, uh, who's an FBI agent, comes to hire Randy, get him back in because, hey, we need you to go undercover for us and go to this Go to this island where Fing is, 
and compete in this tournament. And we also think this is a guy that killed your dad. So, you know, it's kind of a revenge thing, but also we need you to, to crack down on this so we can stop this illegal tournament, right? And there's your setup for the rest of the movie. And tons of, well, <laughs> when he goes and plays Pat Oswalt in a, in a match, which is just a local tournament. So he has to get back in the circuit. He has to get some credibility and have some wins under his belt to even get recognized, right? Before he even, you know, heads towards going to this tournament. So he starts competing on the, the local level, which is a bunch of just, you know, people that, you know, should not be, you know, they're, 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 they're amateurs, right? <laughs> so he goes in here and he's going to play against Pat who just looks nerded out, man. He's wearing, like, sports goggles and nose strips and all this stuff. <clears throat> and, you know, Randy's like, look, man, this this won't take five minutes. I'm going to beat this guy to a pulp. And it shows a shot from outside, and Pat comes out, and he's holding the trophy up, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is about three inches tall, and he's all celebra <laughs> celebrating over the win over <laughs> Randy Daytona. And he's like licking the trophy and looking at her and he goes tastes like tastes like success or whatever he says freaking hilarious man I mean again the movie is so stupid but the characters that are in it is what makes this movie so much fun um anywho uh he ends up getting uh hooked up with Wong who's his teacher who has a daughter granddaughter whatever she is um who's going to also teach him. And, then, of course, there's the love interest, of course. Jason Scott Lee plays a character who feels like he should be the one that gets to go because um, he thinks he's that good, but he's, you know, he's not that good. He's he's pretty funny in this movie. I didn't know that he had it in him, but it, it's pretty funny. Um, and from there, it goes to the tournament, and, you know, it just kind of goes from there, right? This movie's a hoot, y'all. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But it's one of those that I can pretty much watch any time. And I'm going to crack up every time. I mean, it's just, it's got some of those characters. And I'm telling you, uh, our main character, I, I just, I, I think he's hilarious. I think he, I mean, we need, I, if, if anything, I really wanted a sequel out of this. Because I like this character so much because he's so brash. And thinks he's so cool, right? Because he's he's a guy from my time period, right? I mean, he's he's got that '80s thing about him, and you know, during the tournament when he goes and actually plays at the the death tournament, he pulls out a jam box. He's playing Rock of Ages by Def Leppard, and he's pantomiming and playing his ping pong paddle like it's a guitar, and you know, gets everybody racked up, rocked up, and everybody's singing along. I mean, it's just it's just awesome. And, uh, of course, it's going to come down to the end where he has to fight Christopher Walken. And, you know, that's kind of what you're waiting on, right? Uh, so, not to spoil it anymore, there you go. I mean, I, I just, I, I love this movie. I think it's a, it's a ton of fun. Not a good movie, but very entertaining. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're going with this, this run of movies right here. So... I'm going to give this a 4 out of 5. Like I said, I can watch this anytime. Anytime. 
and uh, be easily entertained. And it's really a credit to this cast. And I wonder how much just, if there's any like real ad-libbing going on, because it's gotta be. For these guys from Reno 911 to be in this, I'm, I'm sure they just turned them loose. And being that the director is one of the people from 911, I'm sure that they just, hey, just do your thing, right? So uh, that's what makes this kind of a, a, ju a jewel in the rough. And I would have loved to see a sequel to this. So there you go, folks. That's my, my cover, my opinion on Balls of Fury. I think you should check it out. If you like goofy movies that are entertaining, it don't get much more fun than this. You'll only roll your eyes a couple of times at a couple of the jokes, but other than that, this movie is solid. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.